welcome to A Tribe Called Her, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you so they can make a difference. I am your host, CHD Adewako. In a world where women face the inner struggle to find their identity, we seemingly have less options. Through personal stories and authentic conversations, I will be creating a safe space to break away from the overwhelming pressure. Join me each week for empowering conversations. Hello, welcome back to a Tribe Called Her podcast. I'm your girl, Yejude. How are you doing today? I trust you're well. If this is your first time of listening to the podcast, peradventure you're here from Twitter. And even if you're not, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. If you're an old subscriber, thank you so much for choosing to listen again. See, I do not take you for granted. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Just in case you can hear a background noise, there's a construction going on around my house and... I just need to do this right now because it's uh, a busy day. It's going to be a busy day for me. So this week, yeah, as you know, has been us- in unusually busy for me. I mean, I've been doing plenty of stuff, but I can't wait to unveil some of the things I've been working on. I mean, stay tuned. Meanwhile, mommies, how are you coping with the kids in the house? I mean, they're in the house 24-7 and they're beginning to say the silliest, annoying things. My three-year-old has started correcting my grandma. I asked her if she wanted to eat custard this morning. And this girl had the effrontery to say to me, Mommy, it's not custard, it's custard. Me. <laughs> I'm just here rolling my eyes and thinking, this one doesn't know anything. Come and make the custard if you have a problem with my pronunciation. Meanwhile, I'm still going to punish her by, you know, being the typical African Nigerian mom. I'm going to send that guy and get the remote two or three times. <laughs> and then let's see how we balance this situation. In other news, I tweeted a past experience on Twitter and it blew up. So if you're here to listen to what happened, I mean, welcome, welcome. <laughs> it was just a harmless tweet, but this thing left Nigerian Twitter, went to Kenya Twitter, went to Ghana Twitter, even Pakistan Twitter, because I saw some Arabic, you know, tweets, so I know that it pretty much went viral. So here's the true story of what happened exactly. I met this guy while I was doing my internship, because I was in uni then, but yeah, I like to work, you know, to get an experience as a lawyer and everything. So I met him during internship, and... We had been dating for over a year, you know, my parents had met him, you know, and we're already talking about, you know, how to, you know, take our relationship to the next step. Really amazing guy and all of that. And then, you know, yeah, well, he's a Yoruba demon, so I think there was a switch in his brain or something. I started feeling this funny vibe, you know, it, it was just a bit distant. Like, I will call him, he won't pick up his call quickly, or he will sound, you know, quite distant, like he was busy, he will call me back. He just kept telling me that he was busy at work and everything. So, as an overcalculative girl, my head was like, what is this guy doing? I remember that I had exams during that period. Like, I could barely read. See, ladies, the things that we go through as ladies. I mean, I could have made a 5.0 GP if not for this, you know, drama. Of course, I mean, I graduated, I graduated like almost, not top of my class, but I was one of the best students in my class. But, point is, you know, I could have done so much, but this this drama thing we ladies we go through a lot i mean through a lot anyway so as an overcalculative sharp you know yoruba girl i just thought to myself i was going to plan a surprise visit and find out what is happening with this guy so this happened over a decade ago by the time i got to a city it was so late so and almost three hours away i mean there were no cabs no uber during that that time so i got to his house and then i met another girl yeah here I was just looking and, you know, wondering what was happening. I didn't even say much. I was so scared to step out of, you know, the house because it was late already. So I was worried I was either going to be killed, robbed, you know, or raped. So 
and my phone fell on the way so my screen you know went blank i couldn't even see anything i couldn't make calls during that time i mean this was 10 years ago there wasn't anyone that you could call to say oh come and pick me up there and all of that stuff so i was literally stranded so i sat down in his living room you know while he got busy with this other babe he said he was drunk i mean i really couldn't care i just i i, I just sat down there i didn't sleep a wink throughout the night as soon as it was daybreak hmm. I just got my bags and left his house. I knew right there and then that, you know, I couldn't be involved in this entanglement, situationship, whatever name you want to call it. Because I was like, if you can do this in my presence, what would you do in my absence? I don't even know how I survived that breakup. I mean, but your girl was so strong. And I ended up with a C grade in that course because I could not read. Anyways, recounting that story made me realize how our past experiences shape us on our life's journey. I'm sure you probably heard people say, oh, experience is the best teacher. You know, our experiences can either be positive or negative, And they have a funny way of impacting our lives. I think they shape us to be the persons that we become. And I, I sort of believe that it has a way of, you know, determining how we approach life. So let me give you a quick example now. So someone like me that have been moving around you know before i got married with your bad demons <laughs> you know it's normal for me to be very skeptical when i meet guys you know and wonder if they're in for the real thing or you know they want to break up my heart and everything and this example actually reminds me of a friend of mine who loves to pray mfm kind of prayer like you can't even play with that any little thing like this if you send her a normal prayer saying oh happy new month hey she will send you back you know emojis with that ninja sword fire 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 you know and i used to ask her like ah, her prayers are always die fire die so i asked her like babe what's up what happened to you like come here what's up and then she was like you know she had a couple of dramatic experiences when she was growing up and that shaped her prayer life and that's the reason why she prays the mfm prayer you know she doesn't think if you're praying the general simple prayer that you're being you know serious again i know there's exceptions to the rule so you'll see a lot of people for instance who are being scammed you know this funny funny and uh, what do they call them what was that one that went viral one time and people lost money is it mmm yes mmm so you'll see them, they have been scammed in, you know, a Ponzi scheme. And then they still, for whatever reason, get involved in another Ponzi scheme. So for those people, I would say experience is obviously not their teacher. But I mean, I, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. You know, I personally think that it is the meanings that we attach to these experiences that matter. And that is what actually defines us. So for me, I'm so grateful for my experiences because it took me a while to get to that point for I can now see that they shaped me to be a queen committed to making a difference on this side of heaven. I always say this side of heaven because, I mean, we're in heaven, we're not hell. <laughs> it is what you say that matters. So my general attitude when things start to happen to me is to start thinking of the lessons from the experience. I mean, this doesn't come easily. It, wasn't, it was a gradual process. It took a while for me to get to that point, but it's definitely achievable. It's almost like choosing to see the glass half full instead of half empty. So it's a matter of choice to decide to transform an experience into a wound or a wisdom. And it is a choice that you should adopt when dealing with past experiences. There's no point being negative, you know, and thinking back with sorrows and everything. So my philosophy in life, which I would say to everyone, is don't allow your negative experiences to define you. They happen to you, but they don't have to be a part of you. Most importantly, see your past experience as a learning curve. Like, it's grooming you to be a better version of you. And that's what is important in life. So, until next time, choose to experience life.
twists and turns through a positive lens. I hope this helps someone. Ciao! Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that we got to spend this time together. If you love this episode, please leave a review so that more women can find this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Till next time, cheers.